Alright, ring. I feel like I No, that's up to that's up to because y'all a team. Y'all just so happen to have your own space. It's up to y'all to make it work. I agree with that. But talk Ooh. about it afterwards. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Johnny DeStanton. We have Reginald Perriman, Shaka Williams. We are Tasari, and this is their Something About Real Estate podcast, where we talk all things real estate. All right. <laughs> Reggie over here taking photos of like, that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm giving y'all, I'm about to get y'all some, I'm giving y'all some data points. So we, can, <laughs> so we talk about we an interesting about. subject, though. It, it came yeah. out. This was this was this, this week. week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That the um, median home pricing in Detroit has hit um a hundred thousand dollars. Over. Over a hundred thousand dollars, give or take. I'm always throwing it in there. Remember the show is like our opinions. <laughs> we don't have like, you know, all our written information, but you know, we've been keeping up with the news. Reggie over here on his laptop, no, um, no. pulling up the data. But um, you know, pros and cons. Do we think this is good? I mean, well, for this, so, I actually, I actually have, I actually have more questions, right? Because median home price, right? We're talking about average. So now I'm, now I'm splitting my city up into, you know. Well, we gotta do. There's a difference okay. between median and average. Correct. You gotta explain right. what right. that means. So I guess that's the first right. thing. Go ahead. So you want the accountant to do it, or you want me? No, to you do go ahead. It? And do it. Okay. I mean, can we get both? Yeah. yeah. All so, right. <laughs> so your average is gonna be the total number, and then you divide you divide it by the total number. You add it all up and divide it. So if it's ten and one is eight, one is nine, one is four, you add them all up and you divide them by ten. The median is gonna be from lowest to highest. You kind of take that middle number. Okay. Then there's another calculation you can use too. Like if it jumped from, um, say forty, sixty, ninety. 300. Mm-hmm. Like there's another formula to come up with the median. But um, that's basically what it is. All right. So the median, 100,000. I don't want people to think that, oh, the homes in Detroit are worth 100,000. Exactly. People got that all mixed up. That's not what it is. So people need to understand what median means. And that's why I was looking up the data so you can see like what, what you're likely to pay for a house in Detroit. Mm-hmm. All right. Which is going to be over $100,000. Yes. Right. Yeah, likely. Uh, which is why that, that's important that the median is over that over that price. Right. Based right. On what you, you know, it's explaining basically everything Reggie just said. Uh, yep. So the reason I was pulling up some data, the homes sold in Detroit over the past 365 days, according to Real Comp, there was 4900 4,969 homes. The lowest sales price was $500. So we're talking about the like the land, land bank, bank, the distressed homes, the homes that need to be Lots. demoed, or right. homes in areas that you don't want to be in, or the homes that are already on the demo list. Then you, your highest sale was four, $4.9 million. Then the next highest sale was $2 million. Just we got 4.9 million selling in Detroit. Yep. Mm. And then you had a couple that were just over a million. And then you had um, quite a few in the 900,000, 800,000 range in Detroit. Actually, one of the million dollar sales was only a two bedroom for 2,300 square feet. I would like want to dance on the table. So, <laughs> so when we talk about this, is why I tell like a lot of um, outside investors, like, 
you can't just lump Detroit all in mm-hmm. to one. It's large of a city. Yeah, it's a so city. when the media says, "Oh, the median sales price is a hundred thousand," you say that's low. You have to go out here. What am I getting for eighty thousand? Then what am I getting for one hundred and twenty-five thousand? Normally, that's location, location, location. Probably like any other city in America. I don't know why it's less expensive here in Michigan than some other states like a California or everywhere. parts of Florida. Everywhere in the, I don't think there's anywhere that I, I wish I, there. I don't know are, this. Yeah, no, but I wish there was somewhere. No. I don't think there's anywhere that you that me or you or Janita can name or anybody that's just uh, um, unless they're like a researcher, right? Right. Where you can name a major city, right? Where the pri- the home prices are less than the suburbs. Where does that happen at? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you this you you're right about that. Yeah, because usually, like, if you go to Chicago, you anywhere. got some more expensive suburbs. But usually, like, if you in if you're in Manhattan. It's not cheaper to stay in Manhattan than it is to surround yeah anywhere in most anywhere cases, else. right? Anywhere. You may find a few suburbs, but yeah. those not the best suburbs. And right? and yeah, they're yeah. still not gonna be more I see what the location saying. of the city, that's where everybody that's where all the action right. is. That's where <laughs> this, the the city of Detroit. Right. All the sports teams are in Detroit. Right. Everybody right. wants to mm-hmm. be. all the are. concerts are yeah, all the concerts yeah. are in we Detroit. Don't. In the city of uh, in the city. Right. The city is where everything should be expensive. Right. You should be yeah, going like out our, somewhere I mean, in 10 bucks, two paying $100,000. True. Right. Like our you teachers, the city, our police, like everybody should be here. Yeah. yeah but, uh, I agree. But, but that brings me to a question, right? Because when we talk about that median being, you know, at around 100000 or so, give or take, what are you going to actually get for 100000 And then are, are people willing to move into the areas that you're gonna get that price point for and stabilize and help to stabilize. People, right? people are are willing to live there because they are. They just rent most of them, and most so a lot of those areas. And when you talk to um, a lot of people about owning a home, as soon as they qualify for a mortgage, they move out of that area, mm-hmm. right? Or if they do buy in that area, it's just to start a house so that they can move up later. So they don't have a choice, basically. What you're saying is, right? Yeah, as of right now, yeah, it's still, which is the crazy part, right? This, right. For some reason, the it's cheaper to stay in the city of Detroit than it is right. to stay in the suburbs. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know the logic well, behind that. It's but, cheaper to stay in certain parts of Detroit. Yes. Like, yeah. Well, Detroit. Yeah. Detroit is is larger than. Or mostly all of our mm. suburbs, and that's the other reason too. Mm. Well, yeah. that's typical. That's, yeah. typical. that's typical. It normally is, but um, uh, I guess the only area I would say that's maybe cheaper than Detroit is Flint. Yeah, in Michigan, right? Outside of that, in Pontiac, no, nah, Pontiac. Is yeah, no, nah, Pontiac. The cra- dog. Pontiac like the crazy is, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'll be looking at the pricing in Pontiac, like that. Sh- that it just went like from it's, 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 zero to yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> I was, just, I mean, people like because even I just had to explain this to one of Shaka's people because it's like when you come from a place, you know what I mean, right. whether it be Pontiac or Detroit or Chicago or wherever or it Ypsilanti. is, L.A. Mm-hmm. I don't know, all these major cities, right? right. You always go, oh, really? That price here? And 
It's like, yes, just take yourself out of it, whatever your post-traumatic stress is, remove yourself from it, and then, you know, look at it with a different lens and see what other people are seeing because people are coming into these areas and they're paying more money for your land, for your architecture, for, you know, whatever it is that they find the value in, but you're not, you know, you're trying to run away from it. Right. And one of the things, you know, when I'm, I just asked someone recently, I said, you know, um, you've been on, you know, you've been approved for a hundred thousand dollars. That's what you can afford, right? Are you opposed to Detroit? Right. And I get different answers. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not gonna move me to Detroit. I wouldn't even talk to them. Man, I get so much Bruh. of that. You you got a hundred thousand dollars. Where else you gonna go live at? But look, that my there's, point. There's options. It's just that there's not many and. You have to go where your money can afford to take you. And you want the best way you can go for your money. But what people think is just because I'm outside of Detroit, I'm going to have a better environment. Let's talk about those options. What options do you have under $100,000? You do Where are you going? But I'm not saying saying that we don't have options. We're going to talk about the options, and then we're going to compare the options to where you're going. No, the options are going to be almost equal. So a $100,000 neighborhood Mm -hmm. is probably going to be a $100,000 neighborhood regardless of the city. And they ain't going to be equal, and I'm going to tell you why. Well, no, I'm not saying it. And not in square foot, not in house. They ain't going to be equal in nothing. Not in house, but your city services... So, for example, let's take Detroit Inkster or Detroit Refer mm-hmm. or Detroit and... You ain't getting a Refer that 100000 um, On, um, where else? You could probably get in Harper Woods, parts of Harper Woods for about that, or just over 100 But what I'm saying is you're going to have whatever issues or concerns you had with Detroit, you're probably going to get them in that other area, too. And then you're not getting ready to get the appreciation that you're going to get that I think is coming to That's the city. That's it, right exactly. there. Which That's the point. point. We're making, right? Right. So I, we talking about Inkster. Inkster is not Detroit. I know that. Lynn is not Detroit. So, that, so right. what I'm talking about, when people are, where else Where else you going? Where else can you go 100, under 100,000? So like, when I'm Taylor, doing this, so yeah, you can do, yeah, sir, but, it, but it's the, what you're going to get, right. Right, you're going to get a two-bedroom frame, no basement, but, you know, like you said, city services may be better, safety, and a different type of safety, right, because mm-hmm. I live, <laughs> I live down river, and, you know, house. my, my, <laughs> <laughs> my safety concerns are a little different than my safety concerns when I'm in Detroit. When depends I'm living, look, when I'm living in Detroit, I'd be like, I need to park right next to my window. But out there, I'd be like, I need to have a dog because I don't know who these crazy people. But anyway, it's a different, it's a different concern. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, there you can. Um, and so, like for me, I'm native. I love it. Had not I moved when I moved, I would, you know, like I'd be sometimes looking like, how can I get back there? You know, um, and so it's crazy because I do, I promote the city and right. it's for what Shaka says, the appreciation. Like you have a deal on the contract right now with one of my agents where, and it's not my client, and but I try to coach my agent. And I'm like, right. look, tell this lady. Are y'all still on the contract? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Did, y- did y'all already do your extension addendum? No, we about to. Okay, I'll wait to make my points then. The appraiser just just came back and we're waiting on Sharker to do repairs. But we need to do our extension addendum. But what I basically what I've tried to explain to her is it's the appreciation. Like your I understand your buyer does not fully understand what she's getting. 
But if you would like, I can show your buyer what she's getting. Close on this house and close on it now. This is a three bedroom. Because it's money yeah, in the bank. Two, two bathrooms or one and a half. No, it's one and a half. I, I thought it was a shower one. down there. No, it's two. That's a shower in, in that basement. Look, you just, he ain't going to sign his extension. No, he ain't going to sign <laughs> it's, a three no, bedroom. it's a three bedroom, two bathroom brick house in Detroit. Where are you going to go buy that at under $100,000? Exactly. And that's the point. Like, And it's the appreciation. Like, You don't even understand the immediate appreciation that you're going to get just by moving in and keeping your house clean and staging with your own furniture. Like, Even before but that. The money. Even, people, but, so we, we talking, a, a lot of people just don't understand that. When you're talking too far in the future, it's like, what is it right now? What mm-hmm. do I have to that's live right with now? now? Mm-hmm. What are the conditions <laughs> right now? That's why, that's why so many people left Detroit, or so many people don't want to come. Everybody's looking at what's going on right now. They ain't thinking about in the future. We could think that way because we looking back on the past, like, dang, if we would have did this, mm-hmm. we would have we're this. investors. We're not, right. not buying, a, thinking as a homeowner. And we're also mindset. in the market, so mm-hmm. we we seen the result of not waiting and not being patient and not having some form of sacrifice to say. Okay, if I deal with this now, this is the outcome I'm gonna get. Like for me personally, I understand not being able to wait. You know, um, mother with children, boys, you know, things like that. Growing up in the city, a lot of times it's just not a good mix. Um, so you know, just like you don't have you don't have all of the answers, but sometimes you feel like, oh, okay, you know, if I leave the city, you know, the influence kind of dwindles a little bit, right? Right. But there's so many people who don't look like me. That are willing to go in there, spend the money, ride it out, take the little babies, they right. run, walk their dogs, go to, you know, ride they, they bikes on in the in the bike lanes that have been built. Right. And take their pets to the pet salons that have been yeah. built. I'm just telling look here, y'all. I'm Different just circumstances too though. <laughs> no, it is. None of that existed Why when you moved you out of there. None of Mark, that was coming. Mark brought his yeah, house on, on web back in ninety eight, ninety nine for mm-hmm. twenty eight thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Over the years, all through like the mid, like early 2000s or so, he accumulated four other properties on that block. A couple of them he paid like 6000 for, 10000 for. And then probably around like 2015, he sold a couple of them and he sold them for like 60000 $70,000. And we thought that was like, Man, oh, we yeah. was like, oh. And then Web right about, now? Um, well, no, I'm getting to that. About <laughs> Forty, about four years ago, he sold one to a couple. They were um, one was a resident. Um, they both were in the medical field. One was a resident, of something at Henry Ford, just starting out, and they brought. And he like, man, they still be shooting on this block. And he, we wondering like, what made them want to buy here? Big house. They got in with um, some down payment assistance money. I think they paid like 75 80 for the house or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Now, they brought that house four years ago. Mark House, we just sold it two months ago for 250000 Same block. Mm-hmm. So imagine what those people are thinking. Now, he's he's been there, you know, 20-something years, and it went from 28 to 250 They only been there... Four or five years, and it went from seventy thousand to two, two yeah. over two hundred thousand, right? So their mindset moving over there, they already seen the writing on the wall. And was like, 
All right, they're shooting soon all year, but seen, they ain't shooting me. As soon as you've seen all so, the sports teams go down there, the writing was on the wall. There is yeah. nothing nowhere else. You don't go anywhere but to the city of Detroit for anything you want to do right. entertainment-wise in Michigan. They close, to, they close to work. They close to the hospitals. They commute. It's short. They got access to downtown. They got access to all the freeways. So it's like everybody else you talk about buying over there, they like, no, I ain't, I ain't buying on web. You know what I'm saying? Like, Look, I swear my cousin just sent me a message asking, you know, for some property or whatever. And I asked her the criteria. And then in one of the questions, I was like, well, what's what? You know, she gave me her criteria, but she didn't give me an uh, area. And um, I'm like, what's the area? And she's like, and you know, over here, over there, whatever. I mean, some of Detroit, but nowhere you will move, cuz. And I'm like, shit, I'll move anywhere right. almost. <laughs> no, you won't. So, so uh, back to the question, though. So we're talking about the median. Home price in Detroit being over a hundred thousand for the first time ever, right? This is the first time ever. ever. Yeah, I don't think it's I ever. I don't been. know if it's ever. ever. I think it's first. We got to research. That. I think, I think, it's think a... we reached it when back when the boom. two thousand three four for sure. Yeah, because mm. nothing was three selling. and four. That was yes. even that high. Seven and no, eight would have been higher than uh, three and four. Yeah, three, between four, between seven and eight would have been where oh, to like oh seven, seven yeah, probably, all four to all seven. So yeah, oh seven sure would have we been the high, the peak ever. Yeah, I'm pretty True. sure we was over it then. I would like to know. It was some stuff selling, and it was short term. It was short lived. It was, so if it yeah, did happen in oh seven, it had to just based for like on the property taxes alone. I know <laughs> yeah. we were over. It's a hater. I'm not. It's not hating. I'm not. I'm not. It was short lived. It was. It happened for like seven, and then in two thousand eight, that shit went down to. Which is why people think it's going to happen again, right? But uh, the reality is, so the the question is, what we're asking, where, y'all didn't answer this for me, (laughs) where are you going buying a house under $100,000? First of all, I don't think you can go anywhere and get you a three-bedroom, two-bathroom brick Oh, Home. wait a minute. Let me let me go back because mm-hmm. right, I need to clarify my mm-hmm. answer too. So, mm-hmm. you can go other places for a hundred thousand. You're not gonna get the same quality. Yeah. Yes. Everything I'm about to say. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So three right. bedroom, two bathroom, basement, and a yard, and a yard, <laughs> and possibly a garage. Okay, I didn't I didn't remember yeah. if it was a garage or not. Where you where you find you're not there's nowhere. You're not. You can go get find you a frame three bedroom in Inkster or in in Flint. You know what I'm saying? You might you know uh, in the other areas. Yeah, Hamtramck. I don't know nothing about. No, Hamtramck. you can't get nowhere in Hamtramck right Hamtramck. now, bud. Well, where'd you say? Where'd you say the other area? Uh, probably like Dearborn Heights. No, no Reggie said it. Oh. You can get Harper a frame. Woods. You can get a frame bungalow under a hundred thousand. Okay. So you get what I'm saying? You're not getting right. the uh, the brick home that you have no, in you're the not city of Detroit. In your city services. Are not that much better. Inkster city services aren't right. better. Uh, I don't know that area. Uh, a lot of cities aren't better. I'm about to say Detroit. my city services are great. Mm. Actually, some cities. I could put anything some, on the curb. Some. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Service, some of the uh, suburban city services suck because I live right be by like, the police station. You'd be like, um, I want to file. I want to. Do talk to the assessor's office or something. They'd be like, he not here. Right. Like, what do you mean here? It's it's like four or five of them in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's four all, or five of everything. We don't want to talk about that because we had an inspection today in your city. Mm. And the it inspector... ain't my city. I don't <laughs> I just own property there. <laughs> Look, 
in Highland Park. Is that where you from? Yeah, yeah. your yeah, city. Yeah, I'm from HP. And, oh, you can't we, not just right. disown it right now. We I'm had an inspection. my city. I don't own it. A final building inspection today. And then they called us at around like 11 o'clock. Like, yeah, our building inspector didn't come in today. Right. What? <laughs> but that 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 happens in some of the other yeah, just didn't come in. suburban cities that's you the think answer? about. At 11 but o'clock? the Highland Park wouldn't be classified as sub- that's still basically Detroit. The same problem. HP is a suburb. <laughs> no. Look it up. Bruh. Look up there. Man. Look. All right. But anyway, <laughs> you go to some of these cities, Gross Point, Gross Point Woods. Like, you go to Harper I'm Harper sorry. Woods. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How do you go from Detroit to a suburb to back to Detroit? Like, in in two blocks, you do that shit is amazing. That's how Harper Woods is. You cross Kelly, you're on Harper Woods. You cross Eight Mile, you're you on East Point. Like if if you are, um, hold on, if you are south of what street, like where? South basically. Yeah, you, no, you south of no south of Tuxedo or Tennyson. All right, you you're in, in Detroit. Detroit. Yep. And then if you north, uh, McNichols, you still in Detroit. Yeah, cause we're suburbs. <laughs> Just like if you if you east of Kelly, you in Harper Woods. Stop, yeah. stop ragging on Highland Park. Go ahead. Sorry. But whatever. Hey, so I guess. So what are some of the pros to that? So so I guess is that a good thing? Is this a good thing that the city? Of yeah, Detroit, for the city assessor. Right. But, <laughs> so 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 I agree. I mean, that's a good thing no, for uh, investors, city assessor, the government. It's, good it's a good thing for people that already own property. That already own. It's a good thing for for a tax base. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing for just the media in general. Like the overall, oh, values are up in Detroit, mm-hmm. period, right? It brings the spirit up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But overall, I mean, you're going to, the reality of it is we're talking about what's affordable, and Detroit is very affordable. People are not taking advantage of it right now. People are going to be priced out of Detroit, and we're seeing it move from neighborhood to neighborhood. If you renting in the neighborhood, you paying $800, $900 a month rent. When you move out, you're not going to be able to come back to that same neighborhood. Call that price. me immediately and so you can uh, get you a house. Not only that, <laughs> if if you're in the neighborhood and mm-hmm. houses are under 100000 and you've already been living there for several years, you might want to try buying a house mm-hmm. now. Right, because you're not gonna be able to come back to Detroit. People are just gonna get priced out. It's going to happen. So that, so I think the that's more, more they the tear down mm-hmm. uh, all the blighted vacant homes, mm-hmm. the less homes it'll be. The less homes it'll be, the more the demand will be. Even if the market has, we go into a recession. That's just gonna be. People need a place to stay, and more people are moving back to where it's convenient. Mm-hmm. And it's more affordable, um, right, to buy. But, until we price it up. But yeah, so the, so I guess that's the um so the pro so it's positive for the government, which you said based on the taxes that they're gonna receive for that. It's positive for investors and current homeowners. Current current homeowners, obviously, right. because now they have um uh equity in their homes. Right. right. It's negative for some people too, though. A lot of people. Yeah, that's not that's not in the game. Mm-hmm. That don't own property. People that are renters. Yeah, renter, renters, renters about, renters about to take the worst hit they've taken in years. Mm-hmm. Property values high, so that means rent has to increase, right? Um, but 
even if we go to a recession and people start like losing jobs or losing homes, all of those homeowners, they have, they're going to convert back to renters. So that's going to become more rental competition. So in what's your, gonna happen to in your areas? area, in in your in your market, yeah. And so so people think like so when those people lose a job, that had some money and had some reserves, right? They're gonna be competing against the people who had lesser jobs and less reserves. They're gonna be competing for your house. So I'm living in Detroit. I paid one twenty five for my house. Now it's worth two twenty. Mm-hmm. I lose my job and I decide, you know what? I'm gonna take a little bit of time off work. I'm gonna sell my house. I'm gonna go rent me an apartment mm-hmm. somewhere, and I come I come to the rental market with sixty or eighty thousand dollars from my house mm-hmm. I sold plus the money I had saved. I just want to I just want to live for a few months without doing nothing, right? Change my career, whatever. Get into real estate. Hopefully, your parents still living. Yeah, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, um, not a whole lot of money, but more than what the average renter has, right? Then I get back and I start working. So if enough people start doing that, either by choice or they're forced to do that, those are a bunch of renters that's coming back into the market with resources the average renter may not have. So if rent goes up $100, oh, that's fine. I got an 80 extra thousand dollars from my mm-hmm. home price sale. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, oh, so what about these people that's coming back into the rental where they got way more than that too? Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm that's saying. The point. Yeah. Those so that means the the renters that are renting right now, the people that we're discussing that are paying eight, nine hundred dollars right now when they should be trying to get their credit together to buy so that they can yeah. not um be shit, I don't even know where they're gonna go. They or gonna have people, to go. Or maybe just, just get over the fear of buying because some people have their stuff together. They they got money, yes. they got a job, they got decent credit, they mm-hmm. could probably buy a house, but they just scared of it. They don't yeah. wanna fix the faucet when it leaks. Or unrealistic. So we just talked about that, right? Um, where somebody's thinking oh, you, they're charging too much for this house, right? No, they're charging what the market is um, allowing them to charge for the house. The market dictates the the price of the house. So when people are buying those homes at those prices, they're not overcharging. I have a question. Mm-hmm. We talked about the pros being for the city and the assessor and all that kind of thing, right? When the values go up, mm-hmm. but when the city is doing better, doesn't that mean that the economy in the city is potentially better? The schools, the police? No, not The services? If they invest it right and they spend it right. Mm-hmm. But over, that's technically, not, it's supposed, that's how, yeah, in theory, it, yes. It could be a correlation, but that's not a fact, no. I mean, I just always wondered. So, Tax base has I'm going to tell you the first time I asked myself this question. First time I asked myself this question was probably 2009. And I was trying to buy a house in Woodbridge, which is over by Wayne State, which is basically Midtown, right? Right. And the house was probably a 3,000-square-foot house for, like, 65000 I was beat out of the bed <laughs> by a family who didn't look like me or my family, and they had, like, an infant child, right? And the people that I was trying to gather to invest into this property was basically like, uh, it's Detroit. I don't care was what it, it looks like. No. No, I didn't know him then. Oh, okay. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care where it is. I've been in Detroit. All right. <laughs> Different type of property. Had he knew me when he was doing that, we'd probably be somewhere else. Right. But um, because this is, it's, because it, it, it's, the, it's the mindset, right? It's right. the having an abundance mindset. Were they from Detroit? And, um, yes, these people were from Detroit. Yeah. And um, 
I guess what I'm saying is that house right now is probably easily four hundred thousand dollars, right? Um, from two thousand nine to to today. Yeah. But my question that I asked myself then was, okay, a lot of the people that I know, they're worried about, oh, we don't have enough police, we don't have a good school system, you know, um, services, you know, things like that. But this young family who does not look like me, are bringing their infant child to move into this house. So. What are they doing for schooling and for police and for city services? So, uh, so they, I have to say this. Not, they, that's that's they, part of the pros and cons, right? They got their own protection and they not commit no crimes. So I ain't worried about police. They send their kids to the best school they can find, whether they got to pay for it or, or not. Drive. Because they offset the... People don't look at the overall cost of living, right? Mm -hmm. So you either pay 65000 for the house and pay for private school or you pay 300000 for the house and go to public school because you feel like that public school is better and you don't have to pay tuition. Mm -hmm. So when you add up all the costs, because a lot of people couldn't afford to stay in Detroit because of the high property taxes and high auto insurance. High property right? taxes in Detroit. Okay, so well, wait. I'm just saying. They're outrageous. So if I'm paying... For the, for the value. I'm, I'm just using this as an example. A $200,000 home in Detroit versus a $200,000 home in Anywhere, East any Point, suburb. right? Mm -hmm. um, and then you add in auto insurance and whatever else, right? You got to compare that as your cost of living. Mm -hmm. So people are going to choose the cheaper route. But so to your to your point, for those people buying a house at 65000 that outweighed everything else they could compare it to. You see what I'm saying? So their cost of living probably was way down. Mm -hmm. compared but they probably to, had to put $100,000, $120,000 into it. And they probably had it, right? Said, and they probably yeah, had they it. they probably had it. And because they, they didn't go out and buy the $400,000 house. That's probably worth nah, seven hundred now. But nah, they, they got the same. Because money. they got finance for that. They had the money and they had the assistance. So right. it's, 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 it's a little bit different. You know what I mean? So the mindset is different, but also the circumstances are different. Right. They didn't have uh, that. So this group, so you said she had a group that had to get together to do this. This wasn't some family doing it by themselves. You know what okay. I'm saying? That had additional help probably from their mother and father. Right. So we just don't have the same um, help. We didn't, you know what I mean? Even right now we don't. You know, we, right. we're getting better, but we just don't have it all the way. Um, so you have to have a, it's, it's a mindset, you know what I mean? It has to be a mindset there in, uh, uh, I mean, cause I think the majority of us, I mean, y'all both lived in, you lived in Highland Park, you lived in Detroit and y'all was trying to get, get out. No, I wasn't trying to get out. Uh, no. So you I, just, I made a decision to leave, but I wasn't trying. Remember, I wasn't trying I was to looking... get out. I just didn't like my house. <laughs> okay. If, so if so that house I'm, over yeah, there, like, I have to say this then. The Detroit house. so, so houses were on my list. Y'all saying that y'all didn't try to get out, but y'all left. Y'all left the city. I've explained it several times. Yeah, because the style of house I was looking for at the time wasn't available in Highland Park. Y'all left. Yeah, right? left. Y'all left. Y'all left the, the area, and, and if, if I was to guess, safety... Style of the house, the all the things that we're just discussing are right. reasons why y'all left, right? Which is the reasons why people that live in those areas, the same reason why people that's, that lived in Pontiac are trying to get out of Pontiac, but then we see the city of Pontiac uh, values yeah. are increasing, right? 
Right. Because uh, it's, it's, what do you call it? I'm like, PTSD? Yeah. Sort of speak. You know what I'm <laughs> yep. saying? Like, you just grew up in this area and it was all bad and you just wanted to get the, get out of there. You know what it's I'm saying? because she was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because like, you, uh, you made it bad. You, you were part of well, well, some of these people didn't. Some yeah, of these people so weren't. I know what you're saying. I'm right? just joking. They, they just trying to get out of the, yeah. out of the situation. Um, so for me, I, 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 I told this story before. So I bought my first house in, um, well, my first house that I lived in. Right. In Ypsilanti. Or Superior Township, which is just outside of Ypsilanti. Um, it was decent. I actually right. thought I was gonna retire there. You know, three bedroom, one and a half baths, fifteen hundred square foot. Right. Decent. And then I started having kids. Yeah. And then like you said, I had to think about where they're gonna go to school at. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now, all right, either I stay here paying I paid one sixty five for that house, mortgage taxes, insurance, eleven hundred dollars, or I can move to the city that I'm in now. Right. And I mean, I can stay there, pay eleven hundred dollars, and send my three kids to private schools, or I can move to the city I'm in now, get a bigger, better house, bigger, better, uh, better amenities, right? And they can go to public schools. Was the are, public school better than private school? I think it's comparable. So okay. they're in, they're in, they're in, they're in Canton, you know right. what I mean? So they got a they got a really good school system. Right. Uh, the high school is top notch. Right. They got like. Three high schools on a um, in one. You right. know what I mean? It's kind of like a pre-college. You know what I'm saying? So, and she she don't like Ken that much. But I I love I loved it for I researched schools. Schools yeah. were very important for me. So I guess it depends on who, you know, what their they had a young child. They probably wasn't worried at that moment about high school. Um, I had they're probably uh, still in that house. <laughs> but but I'm saying when you got a when you got a newborn, true, you not necessarily thinking you like, bro. You, everybody feel like they can thug it through elementary, right. you know what I'm saying? But when you start getting to junior high and definitely in high, high school, school, you feel like yeah. you need to have your children in the area where they can prosper, right? You know what I'm saying? And then if you are in the city of Detroit and you come from the city of Detroit or any inner city, you may not feel that they they're gonna have that opportunity there. Most people like it's it's I, options in Detroit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, but I mean, you got to so pay for it. Yeah, and and for, so for me, I'm and, and I come we talk from, about money. You don't right. have the money to be able to pay for it. We just was talking about them. Right. They may have had the additional. She said they needed 120 to pay for the rehab. They right. may have had that from family. They got to go pay uh, twenty thousand dollars a year to send their kid to school or fifteen, whatever the, the number they got to spend to send right. their kid to a, a good private school. They may have that money. Everybody doesn't have it. Though. They got it now because the house worth four hundred thousand. But it took years <laughs> to get there. But yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, they right, probably yeah. had it then. You know. Yeah. I mean, I just uh, so for me, you know, like I'm, I'm, tr- I'm used to paying money for school. I grew up that way. My mom sent me to private school. My dad sent me to private school. So you know, I, if school wasn't a thing for me. It was just literally I have a ten and a twelve year old, and when they go on seven mile in Illinois, I just don't know. You know what I mean? Right. And the area that I, I mean, I would have been in university district, but my determining factor was strictly based on black boys and Livernois and Seven Mile. It's just what it was. Um, I love Detroit. I would I would literally be there. And when was I decided it before not to, Farmer Jack closed or after this was after Farmer Jack closed. Oh, okay. But the crazy thing, no, this was <laughs> this was walking distance from Farmer Jack. You know what I mean? And so like that's what I'm saying. Like when I looked at, you know, because I had two options before I made my choice. I went to a smaller house in the suburb where I felt like my boys would be safer. Um, you know, and especially in that time, right? 
Um, but I don't necessarily know. You know, like I, I wish I would have bought that house. Because you see, you she still took her kids. She still paid for school. Yeah, yeah. you get what I'm saying. Yeah, because she paid. And for I would have still area, been paying because right. they would have been at Jesus. So and they would have been, been at the Jesuits. So, <laughs> so the thing is, when we talk about median price and we're talking about appreciation and value of the house. People are still going to make the decision based on what's in the best interest of them and their family. It's not always exactly. a dollar amount, mm-hmm. right? Because you're going to get, if appreciation, if the market values are appreciating, it's appreciating across the board, just some areas more than others, right? But at the end of the day, you're making decisions based on other factors other than just immediate needs. We yeah. can't even yeah. think far enough ahead to be thinking about yes. how much money we can gain 10 years from now. Right, right now, we're in danger or you, 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 mm-hmm. mostly you're in danger. You're in danger and your kid's in danger. I got I to gotta go to where I feel safe. Right. Right now. Right. Yeah, right. and then there, you t- there are other factors too in terms of like square footage. Some people may not even want all of the square footage that Detroit offers in terms of like appreciation. You know what I mean? Right. Like that thick brick with the 3,000 square foot and the bathrooms. And then, you know, you got to do all the maintenance. You yeah. know, that's, a, that's an expensive property to um, maintain over time as well. And, you know, some people look at those things, too. Sometimes in the suburb, you know, if you're getting the services that you need and you feel safe and, um, you know, the house is, you know, like three times less to carry. Right. (laughs) Those might also be determining factors. But I think that um, when it comes to Detroit and the average price increasing, it's a good thing, and I think that, you know, if people can commit and be good in the city, right, and, and help it to develop, it'll be a place where everybody will want to be. You think it's a good thing, so she thinks it's a good thing. What do you Yeah, think? I think it's a good thing overall, yeah. You do? Yeah. Damn. Why would it be a bad thing? Because it's pricing people out. It's pricing that's people. That's going to happen in every city, though. Agreed, but that's the negative. That That's what because, counteracts it being a good thing. Well, so here's the thing, though, right? Mm-hmm. So we talked about things like crime and all this other stuff. People that are there and they say, I don't want to be here. I want to move elsewhere for my money because of the crime here. Let's say I'm at I'm at this price point on what I can afford. Majority of the people that's in your area, they're at that price point for what they can afford. So you take those, let's say 100 people paying $800 a month. You take that area, now it's too expensive. Let's say it's $1,400 a month. Those 100 people are all going to go find $800 a month areas, right? Mm -hmm. So the same elements you had here just went to all those same areas. You see what I'm saying? Not necessarily, but I hear you. I hear your, right. your point. So uh-huh. people sometimes people are running away from something, they're running right back into it. Because you're saying that's what everybody So you got to factor in other stuff than just price. You got to factor in where's the area I'm, I'm, I'm in this area. It's improving, but right now I don't have time to wait for it to improve. So I'm going to run to this area. Is that area improving or getting worse? Because if everybody's running to that area, what's the dynamic of that area going to look like in four to five years? So we can use Oak Park and as, we as seen an example, it, right? Well, we ain't got to say, we've seen it happen in several areas. Well, I'm just saying, right? we can use one that's that's common knowledge to everybody, because I remember Oak Park being mm. uh, uh, <laughs> one of those really 
Uh, people are gotta get to Oak Park. Yeah, that was somewhere you wanted to go. Actually, right, you still got people talking about that. Like, I need to send my kids to school in Oak Park. You know what I mean? It's like, well, Oak that Park was, ain't uh, quite where it used to be, and for the reason that you just explained. But I think that um, it's a it's I'm torn right to, about saying that it's a good thing. I do. I am uh, excited because I do feel like it's long overdue. It's something that should be happening. Right. The negative of it though is it literally is like people are getting part. They did the city of Detroit so wrong in terms of like. The redlining, the dog. When you paying those crazy taxes for those, you should have yep. had way better amenities. You should have had better policing. You should have had better everything for the amount of taxes yep. you were spending. But you had the politicians in there not taking care of the money. Right. Um, and now, other people are gonna come in there and they're gonna reap the benefits of it. Yeah. Because they're gonna now they're they're knowledgeable. They're more knowledgeable of the of in, of politics. And right. they're going to be able to force certain things to happen that should have been happening all alone. Yeah, that's true. I you know. I just think that um, the people that lose out are the people don't that don't have any ownership or control because ownership nots. is control. They have not. So right? that's what they talk about. The, but yeah. the but it's not just Detroit. The people that don't own anything can get displaced. It's happening across not just Detroit. It's a it's it's right now. If you go on YouTube and you look up like videos and stuff, I posted some on our community page. It's people that were like in a um, they were all Section Eight tenants in an apartment complex. I think it was Atlanta, mm -hmm. and they um, and like one week the property manager was just like, "We're no longer accepting Section Eight. I don't know how their lease was written up or whatever the case may be." And people had to move. They're like, I've been here 10 years. Mm. Then it was another case where people was renting, but the landlord wasn't keeping the apartment complex up, and the city considered the property condemned and gave the people 15 days to move. So where do all them people go that they can afford at that rate, right? So people are going to get priced out, period, because the values of everything, the cost of living is going up. So they have to find the next best thing. The reason I say... If if you if you aware that in the city of Detroit there's still an opportunity, so okay maybe you can't buy the hundred thousand dollar home, but maybe you can buy the seventy thousand dollar home that's in a similar area because not a hundred thousand dollar home is going to be out of your range because it used to be seventy thousand. Mm -hmm. So now you take you go to the seventy thousand dollar neighborhood and you buy that home. So now you're not being priced out. You're buying in a range that you can afford. That's how you stop it because if people keep staying, oh, I'm priced out of here. Now I got to go to the next place that's affordable. I'm just going from place to place without making any sacrifice to own anything. You're just going to keep getting bumped from one place to one place. And the, the time of staying in the same apartment or the rental property for 10 or 15 years, those days are about to be over with because, um, Investors can't afford to keep your rent at that same level to keep up with inflation. They can, but they're just not willing to. They got, well, they're not, they're going to keep their... They're it's going to be... Can. It's going to be... Most of the investors that have cash flow, they're making enough money to pay their mortgages and to pay for their repairs. So... That's a lie. If they haven't... That's not necessarily that's a lie. That's a lie. That's how much? How much did it cost to do properties. it? They how much to get would it? They want to make more profit. I get True. it. We're not, exactly. I'm not. I'm not calling them bad, but that's the the fact that you're saying that they're barely making it is a lie. 
I didn't that's, tell that's you how they're better. That's well, how no, they what I said is that they are making money to pay their bills, their expenses. Well, so, so what, what, how much what Reggie of a said was on that average as they a, cannot as afford it. So what you said was they can't afford well, to keep on well, to keep the rent at the number that they're yeah, keeping it at. They but have they have to make a profit but the over fact is, just maintaining the property. Yeah, facts. And they're already making a profit. They just want to make a larger profit, which is how we even got to inflation in the first place. You do understand but, that. But inflation, th- came, so inflation came from the uh, rich. They're still rich. So they're just not. Instead of being uh, making a hundred billion, you only gonna make fifty billion. You still rich as hell. So but no, it's I'm, not. I'm you're not barely about scratching the by. Investor that's written out the property and they have a mortgage and then they have to have repairs and the money that they're collecting is to support the property and they're looking forward to making their profit after that's all paid off. That's great, but that's and not so the majority. Now they have a situation to where pricing is going up. The values for the property is more, and so the the rents have to go up. That's They're in the business to make a profit. One hundred percent. So again, that is not the majority. That is not so the so most of these people are already making a profit as is at the rents that they have it at. Most of these investors, right, but I think uh, you got I some. What, you got some investors that if you're talking about an investor that got in that didn't know what the hell they was doing in the first place, the one offs, the people that came from other states and right. came in here didn't know what the hell they was doing in the first place. And they bought the property at too high of a value, and now they're trying to overprice their rent. Uh, those are different. But we're talking about the overall, the the majority of the investors, the people, the because you're talking about apartments, is what he was well, talking about. Well, I'm talking about, about apartments uh, and single. Families. Well, both of them. I don't care right. which one you use. The majority. So the majority of investors are uh, savvy investors. The majority of investors are not the individuals that y'all are talking about. The majority of the investors were already making money. They're making a profit as is. And this is across the board. Right. Understanding inflation. Yeah, they're making. Period. Right. right. This is across everything. Inflation but, is, 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 look, there are, Walmart is rich. Right. The investor that's, uh, what's, what's the main investors but, in the city of Detroit? Main investors in the city of Detroit. Who are they? Um, What's my man's name? Illich, family, Il- Illich, and all that. Uh, yeah. Dan Gilbert. Gilbert. These right. people are already but rich. But wait, wait, wait. You you went all off of the different... <laughs> no, no, no. Because... Let me I know what you're saying. I'm, but... I'm just saying okay. that, that... Let me finish this. So, so Janita's argument is that uh, these people... Which you were saying kind of right. a little bit, right? Which I disagree with. Which you were saying that, hey, they can't afford to keep it. That's why they're raising the rent. That's, well, I'm not saying uh, afford to keep it. I'm saying they can't afford to continue to charge that's... So here, here's my point. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm gonna get go all the way back. Mm-hmm. So in the in the '80s, early '90s, like my grandparents and maybe like your mother or somebody or people used to have rental properties and had the same tenant in there for ten or fifteen years, maybe raised the rent once or twice. So four hundred dollars a month. Ten years later, the rent probably went up to five hundred a month, right? Because property values, cost of maintenance, repairs, labor, inflation didn't appreciate that quick and that much over that time. So there was no need to really bump the prices up. Now you got investors that brought in 2009, 2010, they brought at a low price. They can rent it for 800 a month in the city. And they were making good profit, taxes adjusted to the current market values and they're making profit and they're fine. Now, even though the values are up, 
they don't necessarily have to raise rent. Maybe they pay cash for the property. Yeah, that's fine. They're still making a profit. Even though it might have cost me 4500 to do that roof two years ago, now it's costing me 6500 I could still do it and make a profit, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said. But that's the roof. Now, what about the plumbing? Now, what about my taxes are starting to go up because the median prices have increased? Mm -hmm. Property values are going up. So now I got that cost increase. I got I got taxes going up. I got labor costs. Now, can I still, two years from now, still afford to rent this property at 800 a month? So the point I was making is you're not going to see these 10, 15-year tenants paying the same amount or their rent only increasing by 10%, 20% over a 10-year span. You're going to see that rent increase literally every year now because investors can't afford to do that, keep rents. You got people in houses that been there 8, 10 years, mm -hmm. and you ask them what they were paying for rent. And you like, it's almost like a time warp. You can't, you can't rent a house at that price and keep up with inflation because your taxes are going up. The cost of labor is going up. The cost of materials are going up. At some point in time, it's going to cut too close. The The margins are going to be thin. You have to raise your rent. So with, with tenants that have been in properties and the uh, median value is going up, they're paying eight, nine hundred a rent. That's just, they're going to get displaced. So they're going eight, nine hundred a month in rent. So I would agree with everything you said. Right. If the rental rates were increased based on the inflation rate, which they are not. So that's the issue. So the issue is they're not based on the inflation rates. Well, not just inflation. I'm just talking about the, it's we're, the cost of saying, doing business. Yeah, the cost of doing business. So whatever you, however you want to label it, right. right? If everybody was fine with still making the profit, the return on their investment that right. they were originally making, then I would not be arguing with you. But it's said. not the same return but on investment. It's not now. because now they under so people understand this, and this always happens. This is the the difference between the haves and the have nots. So I'm an investor. You're, we're right. all investors in here. Right. So I think that we can speak on this intelligently because we have this information. Like we we're part right. of this, right? So we can keep we can choose to keep our our rent at a certain rental rate and still have a profit if we chose to. Uh, but we see the rental rates everywhere. We see, well, we can, we that, we understand, hold on, and, and I'm not saying everybody does this, right. but we're talking about the majority, you, you have to understand who the majority of the investors are. Like, we keep thinking, like, we're the majority of the investors, but we're not. You're, you're they're, saying they're basing it on what other people are getting no, for their properties. They're, no, they're, no, they're basing it off of what they know that they can demand for their properties. And I know this right, for this why is a fact. Isn't that how real estate is priced? No. But, but well, listen, I don't know that. Well, listen, uh, if right, using that me, logic, that's how that's why inflation is happening right now. So y'all understand let me, let that's me, why we have inflation, me, right? I just using that logic. That that, but wait a minute. It's Hold not just real estate. It's not just real estate. It's all products and services in the world are priced that way. Right. But not not only So you can't use that logic. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Let me I get that. All right. So Janita has a three bedroom on seven mile. Living noise rent for twelve hundred, and I'm buying one, and I'm gonna rent it out. And I say, oh, she getting twelve hundred for that? I could definitely get twelve hundred or twelve fifty for mine, right? Mm -hmm. I get that. But what I'm saying is, there's investors that think like, if I buy this asset, this is the minimum return on investment I need to make based on maintenance costs, 
ongoing expenses. I need to cash flow this amount for this to be a profitable business, mm -hmm. right? So regardless if she's getting twelve hundred or not, I may can make a profit at eleven hundred, or I may have to charge thirteen hundred for me to even own this asset mm -hmm. for it to make sense, right? Mm -hmm. That determining factor is what is it costing me to own this property? Then I factor in what I'm going to charge for rent, right? Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is if it's costing me more to own the property, I have to charge more for rent. Before you can have somebody paying the exact same amount for 10 to 15 years because it wasn't costing you that much more to own that property. Now at the rate we're going, I can't afford to let you Pay the same amount of rent for 10 years. So did y'all heard me, what I said, right? I said that right. that would be fine if it was in correlation with inflation. Because that's what you're saying. That's yeah, what, but on, it but is. No, that's How what else is it to look at it? Because when you're going above inflation. Who so said if you're, I was going above inflation? Well, we see the rental rates. The rental rates are above no, inflation. No, but I'm saying people are can't no, 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 afford no. No, we're to going based charge... Off of, no, but they can. So we're talking about the How individual. How do you know they can? Well, I'm about to, so you, I'm about to give you so basic tell numbers. Me, tell I'm about to give you basic wait, numbers. No, hold on. $800, they're charging $800 a month. Wait, hold on. They're charging $800. What's me, inflation right now? Let me, let me ask you this. Right let me ask you this right mm -hmm. now. If you brought a property in 2014, mm -hmm. right, and you were making a profit at $800 a month, mm -hmm. knowing that you have to put X amount a certain percentage of your income in it every year for maintenance, right? Mm -hmm. Labor, um, gutters, all the all the wear and tear maintenance, right? That mm -hmm. you have to do every time a tenant moves out, the cost of eviction and everything. In 2014, eight hundred dollars a month. Mm -hmm. You mean to tell me that same exact property at the cost of what it costs to do the same business today compared to what it was in fourteen? You can still charge eight hundred a month. So did you? So I said I was very clear in what I said. I said that you ain't answering my question. I, I didn't never said that. I said as no, long. No, but I asked you a question. No, you ain't answering the answer my is question. no. But that's you're you're, you're going away that's from what I'm saying. saying. But okay, great. People can't afford great. to charge. But here, here, let's, like let's, let's use it. In, let's use it in, in more common standards because you went. No I'm more a, common yeah, than yeah, that. It, it is because so <laughs> we right, just talking about ahead. rent being eight hundred dollars a month. Right. I just looked up when inflation was. Inflation right, right now is less than ten percent. Right. So that means, based on what you're saying, that they right. got to charge ten percent more than that eight hundred dollars to keep up with the inflation. That's what you said, right? No, I said people can't afford to have long-term tenants. Not changing their rent for ten or fifteen years. We understand that, but you. That was on. my. Hold that on. Was my, hold that on. my but, initial. So then, comment? so that was your initial comment, but you said that no, that they can't afford it, right? And I said I would agree with that, right? If they were increasing their rent based on the inflation, because the reason you gave as to why they can't afford it is because of inflation. You right. gave all the reasons behind inflation, right? So their inflation is ten percent increase. So I said but, I would agree with you. Hold on. But In your 14 looking, years? No, okay, no. Listen, I said I would agree All with right. everything you said. So yep. I agree. No, tenant, you can't be in here for 10 years if inflation is increasing 10% every year. Because right. every year that inflation increase, I have to increase the rent by that inflation number. It, it, but that is not what's happening. You can't just use just inflation What, what else are you going to use? Point. So, for example... If I'm, if I, if we can use Detroit as an example. Mm -hmm. You buy a property in Detroit, 
and your home value, your assessment value is this <coughs> as an investor. Next year, pop up. Your your taxes go up eight hundred dollars. This is all the inflation, though. Right, but but wait, you're using the inflation. No, this is based all on, inflation. No, I know, but wait a minute. You gave me a percentage of inflation mm -hmm. based on whatever, right? And the taxes probably went up more than the 50%. taxes probably so, went so up. Uh, y'all not. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I'm giving you. Okay, wait, you gotta let me finish. Okay, y'all let me finish. Because y'all killing me with this. Wait, you you. You're, I get what you're saying, but I'm talking about real life scenarios. You're talking about the, the expenses spe went up. It, specific properties. Mm -hmm. Taxes went up $800, right? Then your insurance went up $400. Mm -hmm. You can call that inflation, mm -hmm. right? All of it. Right? Is. right. But that has nothing to do with the rest of the outside world. This is what the assessor did on this property. That same property in another city, taxes probably only went up okay. two hundred dollars. So maybe well, I wasn't. You, hold on. Let me let me let me stop. Let me stop y'all. Let me. Maybe I didn't explain I this. I can't do uh, this for ten maybe years. Maybe I didn't is what say. Maybe I didn't explain it well enough. So expenses increasing on your property. On that property. On your uh, right. listen. This is uh, again. This is across the board. Right. Right. This don't matter. I don't give a shit what it is you said. What your product or service right. is. If the cost of the expense of that product or that service increased and you're increasing the amount you're charging for that right. based on that increase, right. that is totally understandable. Well, what's However, the... <laughs> that is not what's happening. So, the, the, not... hold on. The rental rates are not being increased based on the, the cost of the, or the expenses increasing. The rental rates and a lot of this, which which is how we got to inflation, which I understand this, right? Is is increasing it's demand it's based supply. on people understanding that I can't. Dog, you don't have a choice. You right. don't have no choice. If you don't come here and pay me fourteen hundred dollars, you ain't gonna have nowhere to live. But, so now, hold on, which has been the issue with Detroit in the first place. You do understand redlining with right. the insurance, right? right. They've all, Detroit has always been redlined. You don't I, have a I, choice. You got to have insurance, right? right? The state of Michigan makes it a law. You got to have insurance. Right. Don't matter what the fuck the, the insurance people say it is, you got to pay it. I get that. Right? But, but so, and that's what they're, you, they're doing the same thing on the, on the rental um, side. They're doing wait, the exact same well, thing. I think we're saying the same thing, but the, the, the way I phrase my comment my statement was that what what was what people and what tenants were used to in the past of paying a certain amount of rent over an extended period of time, a lot of people got used to that. Mm -hmm. I'm here, my landlord is good, I pay eight hundred, and then you had the landlord saying, Well, as long as they pay me on time and they consistent, I had no reason to raise the rent, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The dynamics of owning a home now is different. Because now, before, you didn't have the property values increasing. You didn't have at that rate. You didn't have the cost of taxes increasing at that rate. You didn't have the cost of labor and materials increasing at that rate. So even if they were increasing, they were more in line with each other. You see what I'm saying? So, well, so, so what's our debate here? Because I'm, I'm there saying There was that, no debate. But on, you but made I'm, it a debate. But I'm saying I agree with you. I'm this just is, saying so what, what tenants a debate. were there's used a, a, to I'm in the past. I'm tell you my debate. My debate was that's what you said, right? Right. And I said I'm cool with that, right? As long as the increases were in correlation with the increases in their expenses. No, you said inflation. 
Okay, you want right. to use inflation or no, expense, see, whatever, whatever was causing, whatever, whatever because was increasing. Hold on, whatever made them, whatever. If the, right. if the person that owned the property had to pay more, so they were right. making less, right. so they had to increase the rent based on them having to pay more. Right. Cool. You can't really argue that. Well, right? that's that's How, the point but, but, I was making. You I, I, you, I, I hear you brought you. in the fact that said, all the other whack investors no, but I were said, just charging because they could and they was making a profit anyway. Why would they charge for any so, property? So so, so what here's, I said, hold on, here's my sale. thing, right? This mm-hmm. is the point I'm making. <laughs> We can uh, all ask whatever me. the wait, market tells me. me, I can. No, no, that's not true. Hold so, because that's not always smart. Here, let me let me explain this all to right. people too. So, I, I've <laughs> never <laughs> used this. I don't use that lo- that logic, right? Because uh, I'm an intelligent investor, and I, that's so you got to understand. I've been so I, often investing. <laughs> that's go. how I live my life uh, for the last 17 years. Your rent gonna go up. No, your rent ain't gonna go up. Go up. So, listen. Some people go up and they try to ask for the maximum amount of rent. Like Janita's talking about, I've never done that. I've always been an individual that wanted to have the best house, and I wanted to have the most reasonable rate of rent. So you can so get consistent. I rent. want my like tenants to too. stay. I don't want. But my, you I'm still not trying wanna, to increase my still... rent and 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 have because now I got to increase my rent when I got turnover. When I right. got turnover and it's costing me more but, money, uh, now I got to increase my rent. That's my whole point that I'm I, making. I get that. So, but what so I'm when Janita, is... so you can, so you answered that question. The answer is I never want to be at the top of nothing in terms of what I'm charging. I want people to pay what they paying me because they want to pay it, not because they got to pay it. You get what I'm saying? That's a lie. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you I, 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 hold on. Time, if you're behind the scenes, they're like, how much you want to charge for this? What does the market say I can get? I ain't right. never. Like, that that don't even, my brain, but, I, I ain't I, never I, said I, no return and stuff like that. I don't say that. I don't use that. I don't use that. I get what you're saying, but I ain't never heard that from you. Yes, I have. Listen, I ain't never gave a fuck about the market. The market ain't never dictate what I do ever in my life. Wait, hold on. Ain't nobody ever dictate me but me. I get what you're saying. And I understand inflation, but I have to. So the reason I brought it up that way is because I have to speak and and communicate on behalf of the tenants mm-hmm. and the people. Right, mm-hmm. we're talking about the median home price and the pros and cons and who's going to lose out. All I'm saying is, when Grandma was renting that house for 15 years, and y'all called that the family home, but she was renting it for 15 years, and the rent stayed the same. Your experience is going to be different because most investors, a lot of investors, whether they choose to charge you because they can or they charge you because they have to, either way, you're not likely to have that 10 to 15 year window without those rental increases every year. I agree. Right? Because yeah. most investors say, I got to stay ahead of my cost to keep my profit up. I invested in this because I need to net a certain amount of money every year for this to be a good financial investment for me. So the idea of me renting to you at a fixed rate for 10 years, why don't you buy a house or I just or I have to start out so high that it makes sense over 10 years, right? Why are you an investor? So why would anybody why is anybody You want an a good return you on your investment, money. right? So yeah. that's what I'm but, saying. That's so, that that's all I'm saying. I'm speaking on behalf when when people what call that me and what we talking about because we talk still about making the, profit. No, I'm saying she said no, what's so, so my point. No, so yeah. listen. So no, no, hold on. So we all do understand that investors are trying to make money. So we just said that's not always smart, and I could tell you that from uh, 
me doing it. So, and I learned this at a very early in my investing career. You do not ever want to be at the top end. You don't want to be charging the top end. We're not price. saying I know, but so, see, the so, top so end I, is not all. I so, never said the top end. All I'm saying is, see, all I'm saying is, when Jordans came out, they you see Jordans for thirty nine ninety nine, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I absolutely do not understand why you gotta pay more than a hundred dollars for Jordans. Mm-hmm. That's the market you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Probably has nothing to do with inflation. But Jordan's not in top end. Well, no, wait. Let me explain. It probably still only costs five dollars to make mm-hmm. Jordans, right? So I get what there's there there's no there's no reason to pay this amount for this shoe versus another shoe, right? Mm-hmm. Just be people pay it because they like it, mm-hmm. right? But what can. I'm saying is, if I went into making gym shoes and it cost me one dollar to make that shoe in nineteen ninety and now it's cost me five dollars to make that shoe in two thousand twenty two can I still afford to only charge six dollars? Yes, I can right yes, but what if back in nineteen ninety I was charging four dollars? Do that mean I was supposed to just keep charging four dollars? Now I'm taking a loss because I was making profit back then. No, no. So what I'm saying is, as the costs go up for this individual product, which is the property, I used to could do that because the cost wasn't increasing like it is now. Mm-hmm. At the rate it's increasing, right? So now I have to charge this amount. I'm just telling tenants that's out there, whatever you experienced in the past. With that long term and that long period of time, you may find a few landlords that can do that, but majority of them are not. So, what did I say that you disagreed with? <laughs> I, you disagreed with me. I, I did disagree, disagree I with did you. Not, hold on, hold on. I, I didn't disagree yeah, with nothing on, you said. Hold on, I asked a question I you didn't answer saying, yet. Hold on, but listen, I did not disagree with you. I, when you said what you said, no, right. there's one thing I disagree with with what you said, and I can, I can Well, explain. why you ask me what I disagree because with? I wanna, I didn't, I wanna, because but you, I didn't disagree with you, you. But you are, because we, we debated. How you tell? But hold on. <laughs> so listen, what you said that I disagreed with was you gave an explanation as to why the rental rates were, why... People are increasing their rents. I said, I agree. If what they're increasing their rental rates by was the amount that their expenses increase, increase by. That's what I said. And that's what most people are doing. No. That's why they can't afford no, the, the rent. Right? That's the disagreement. That's, 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 not, that's my point. So the fact is, that's not, the, that's not true. Rent is not going from 800 to 880. Rent is going from 800 to 1200. This is not a 10% increase. This well, is I'm a not, 50% I'm not talking, increase. I don't, I don't have no investors. The investors I deal with, if their expenses go up $80, they may go up $100 because they want to uh, stay a little well, bit ahead of that, that curve. No, that happening right now. Go I look at the rental rates right now. Like, but go look at the rental rates right now. But right. that's that's, a, that's a general pay? market. But what I'm saying uh, yeah, is, talking about I'm market. not talking about... Or is it restabilizing the well, same no, way Well, no, wait a minute. No, so, so first of all, let's say this. Each investor is different, right? But what I'm saying is, if my expenses... Most investors have have a contract. Their rent is going to go up by a certain amount every year, right? Mm-hmm. Bottom line. What I'm saying is before a lot of people, a lot of mom and pop landlords didn't have those clauses and they some of them didn't even have rental agreements. Mm-hmm. It's just like five hundred dollars a month from now on, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it was never an increase. Mm-hmm. But 
what I'm saying is now that was then, that was the experience then. That's how those investors thought. There are a lot of tenants out here, and this is who I'm speaking to, that still have that same mentality from the early 90s and late 80s, right? Because they seen their parents' rent stay the same. I'm telling anybody that's listening as a tenant, you are not going to experience that same thing because we have a new wave of investors, whether they're investors Shaka talked about or the investors that I talk about. So the investors I'm talking about is, hey, the projected taxes and insurance are expected to go up $100 uh, next month, and we have an increased 10% increase in your rental rates for next month or next year, whatever mm -hmm. the case may be, right? So if my increase, if my expenses are going up by $100, I need to cushion maybe $120, mm -hmm. right? I'm not talking about the people that went from $80, $800 to $1,200 just because they can. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the people that want consistent rent, from a parent so tenant, about that's the minority of the, of the investors. Then, yeah. So mm -hmm. when I say the minority, I'm saying it's because this is your best case scenario as a tenant to what to expect. Mm -hmm. But you may run into other people that's going to go from eight hundred to twelve hundred. Either way, there's going to be an increase, and over ten years is whether it's every year or every two or three years, you're not going to have the same experience your grandparents had. Because the markets were completely different, the cost of everything was lower, and it didn't increase as quick as it did now, I right? Think, yeah, I don't think that anybody is receiving grandma and grandpa's rent right now. We didn't been people, through a couple people, markets now, so I don't listen, see that being listen, a thing. This right? is what I'm saying. Right you assuming that every sell her kind. She's charging for a two bedroom, one bath, five sixty. She's probably been $200 <laughs> below rental rate for exactly. a really long time. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And and no you're talking about one lady. I, we all got okay, one no, scenario. No, yeah, my I'm point is that. So don't no, listen. So this is the point. <laughs> we always can go we're talking about so It was just a real Reggie, Reggie just said this. I, I can give a whole lot of real life examples with apartment complexes increasing their rent right. from $900 to $1400. Uh, apartment. I've had talked to investors that want me to come in there and improve their apartments, and they say, and not a lot of improvement. Improvements right. that probably should have happened in the first place. Right. But they want to improve their they stuff a little bit because they know that oh, they build some new ones over there. They charging this much for those over there, and when they start charging that much for those over there, over here, I'm gonna charge this amount of money. Not them. based on the uh, the the I, increase I in their costs, and I'm just saying that that's the majority of these individuals. All the, right, I said I would agree with everything that you said. I agree with what you if, say. Would they were if they were increasing their rent based on the the but amount of their expenses? You, you, you missing my point. This is tenant right here. Put mm -hmm. tenants right here mm -hmm. in this group. Mm -hmm. You got your investors, like the investors you talked about. Mm -hmm. Which we one, got the bad ones or the good ones? No, what well, all of them? All right. That's increasing from nine hundred to twelve hundred oh, or fourteen hundred over the there. I got mines increasing from eight hundred to eight eighty. Then they're gonna be nine sixty or whatever, okay. right? Tenants over here. Mm -hmm. Who the tenants gonna rent from? They're gonna try to go here. Well, they're gonna try to depends. go here, right? Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying well, they, is they're gonna go to where they can afford. So it right. depends on. Where but they what can I'm afford. saying is all these tenants. Not all of them, but enough of them that I talked to, and I talked to a lot of people that's renting. Their experience has been 
for the past five, ten years that they didn't experience any of this. I'm just saying because of the market that we in compared to what we was, they're about to get out here and experience this guy, this guy, and this guy, or this girl, this girl, or they, or however they, they identify. These people <laughs> are coming into a market that's completely foreign. It goes back to median price costs. It goes back to inflation. All of those factors matter because they, but they didn't matter as much before. Gotcha. So it's a new experience, and we're talking about people being priced out of the city, mm-hmm. and all of this plays a part in it. So it's so, one of the cons. Yeah, so if you're renting, be prepared for whatever entry point you got in that is probably not going to be the same the next year. So one of the right. cons of the median home prices of Detroit going over $100,000 is that renters are now going to have to pay more in rent. And home buyers got to pay more. Just, I mean, that's just being the case, period. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. cost of, the cost of living is just increasing. That's just Packs. the bottom line. Mm-hmm. From gas to everything else. Oh, that's coming down some. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, gas is coming down there. All right. The rest well, of the stuff ain't coming down there. Um, so, did we make our points? I think... No, I, we just argued. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think we did make our point. No, let me, so, I want to reiterate what our points are. Just so we can... So, they don't, they, don't, they don't miss our... Uh, they don't <laughs> miss it in the argument. <laughs> so, the... Um, and Janita didn't hear any of it, so that's why she's saying that. But um, the point is, the point being that there are the pros of the median um, price in or median price of Detroit homes going over $100,000 typically don't help uh, people who can, who are, who can afford prices, homes in that price range. It's really not, it really doesn't help them. It helps individuals who can afford more investors. um, And and then it does help the city because they're getting more tax dollars. Doesn't necessarily mean that it helps people that, I mean, it does help people that own those prior to because they have an increase in equity but new people buying in there, uh, you're spending that a uh, little bit more money. You're not necessarily, it hasn't translated to better um, amenities. You know what I'm saying? Better policing, right. better schools, and all that right. stuff. So it's not necessarily a plus for those individuals. Right. The only people who benefit really is the people that already have some ownership and control, and they're seeing a value increase, even though they're not getting additional services. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that's buying into it, they're just paying a higher price for the same thing. They missed the boat, right? Yeah, so they, they just coming the in. You, now you got you got to pay for your mistake. If we keep trending upwards, then they'll eventually become that owner that's appreciating value um, increases over time, which we expect. Right, we which don't we expect. expect. We, we don't expect so because people got to understand. So I don't know if we was at the hundred thousand back in two thousand seven or over a hundred thousand, but I think we were really close. Yeah, there, and then we lost a lot. Right, uh, due to the whatever you want to call it, was it fallout, whatever, real estate, yeah. the crash. Yeah, the crash. Yeah. Um, and now we, we got back up to that. We got back up to those numbers. Right, and I think that we should be on a trend. Moving forward, like you should in every major metropolitan city, right? Detroit should, should uh, I feel like the median sale price in Detroit should be a lot higher. Yeah, it should be. But at the end of the day, you know, this is why ownership matters because you're gonna, I don't care what landlords you run across, just keep in mind that 
they have to keep up with inflation or whatever costs they have to keep up with. And By they dirt. might and, price gouge you. And they might price gouge yeah. you, yeah. By this dirt. is why some states have rent, rent control, right? right? But they still allow you to increase it based on your cost of ownership. Because the city of Detroit has, for a long time, unfairly, I think, right? So redlining is, is a, it's been normal. Right, yeah, that's where they won't lend or they won't insure. No, it's also where they charge more for the city services. So when they increase their insurance, they charge you more for the insurance in the city of Detroit than they do in some of the other suburbs. The same thing. Yep. All right. That's a wrap. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting on you. Pause and you over there doing stuff. Yeah. Oh.